Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you will get the love and validation that you have been searching for. Uh, Like always, I want to start off by welcoming my new listeners. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram if you don't already do so at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers. I will put the link in the show notes. And for my listeners that have been listening to me for a long time, thank you. I appreciate your support and I hope and pray that this is helping you in some way. Just by hearing things and knowing that you're not alone. Okay, so let's start... Um, let's right, go right into the topic, which is CPTSD. I want to start off by explaining what PTSD is first. Um, PTSD is a problem that happens after you've had a traumatic situation happen to you, like being in war, of course, is it's what was used what used to be called shell shock when the, the troops would come home and, you know, they would jump if they heard a car backfire or they would have nightmares or many symptoms. Um, it also happens like if you've been in a car, car accident or if someone dies, those are all causes for PTSD. Uh, PTSD is, more likely, now listen to my words, more likely to be temporary and um, more maybe easily managed um, with psychological help. And, and, and I'm, I beg of you, if, if you're suffering with CPTSD, which is consistent, please find a good therapist in your area. Um, all you have to do is find, is look up therapists near me in your, in Google, you know, and you'll get a list from most likely psychology today. So these are people that have been, um, vetted that, that they really are psychologists and you can look for specific psychologists that, that know about narcissistic abuse and, and things like that. Okay, so, um, that's PTSD. CPTSD is prolonged trauma. And the effects of low, uh, prolonged trauma. Okay, so there's a difference between you seeing something one time and it affects you. And let me tell you, I've lived through it myself. I had a car accident about 15 years ago where I totaled my car and I thought I was going to die in the moment that I was in the car. Um, I just, I was a new driver and I was, you know, I, I lost control of the wheel and boom, I didn't know where I, my, my car was going to end up. I thought I was going to die. Um, and I had PTSD, and, and I know that now, I didn't know it was happening to me then. 
I used to be at work and I could hear like in the background, like someone was calling me, but I wasn't conscious of it until the person touched me. And I realized I was in the car accident again. I was reliving it. So the difference between PTSD and CPTSD is a CPTSD because it was prolonged abuse, whether it was mom, dad, or dad, or grandparents, or your brother or sister, it could be anybody, or whether it's a romantic uh, relationship, wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, doesn't really matter, right? Prolonged. So what are the symptoms of CPTSD? Well, for one... For a long time, and and I'm still there, and I've been no contact three years and four months, which I counted the other day and couldn't believe it had been that long already. And but it is; it's been that long. Um, even after three years and four months, I still live every day with the symptoms of CPTSD. And what is that? You have memories. That come up and can give you, because your amygdala, your lizard brain, the, the frontal lobe here has the amygdala, the one that tells you to run uh, if you're in danger, right? Your fight or flight, it's really fight, flight, freeze or fawn response, has no idea that the memory you're having is a memory as opposed to reality. So you have a memory of your mother or your partner abusing you and your lizard, your, your lizard brain is like, yep, you're being abused. You need to, you know, do, do one of the four things of the anxiety response, right? So you either run, hide, freeze, or try and make someone happy so that, that you don't get abused, right? So you're still reacting that way. That's one, one part of CPTSD is these memories that just crop up. And it's not that easy to stop the memories because it was prolonged abuse. So even if you can get rid of one memory, the next one's going to come behind it, right? And it's never ending, especially with narcissists, because... The more distance you have and the more healing you do, the more things kind of crop up in your mind and you go, oh my God, I didn't realize that that was what, what was happening to me. I didn't realize that, you know, this makes sense now. Something that didn't make sense, all of a sudden it makes sense and it, this continues to happen and it's still happening to me. Believe you me, it is happening. I just had therapy the other day and I had to tell my therapist a couple of things that just made sense to me all of a sudden. And I knew my mother was behind certain things and how intrusive in my life she was. But okay, so that's one thing. One of the biggest symptoms of CPTSD is um, nightmares, I know a lot of you probably have ha have been having them. Um, I'm going to tell you what. I'm big on going no contact. 
because it is the only way to really heal from abuse is to get away from the abuse. You can't stay in it. Even low contact is contact. Low contact, even with the gray rock method. So many people have told me the gray rock method doesn't work. I agree. It doesn't work. I tried with my mother for months after I had the biggest trauma with her for months to be low contact and gray rock. And it just made her angry and it made her point out the things I wasn't doing, which led to the, to the thing that finally made me go full, no contact. So just think that if you do use the gray rock method or go low contact, you will eventually go no contact. You will, because it, that really, that's a temporary band-aid that's supposed to get you through a tough time until you can go no contact. Okay. Um, I think I've done more than one podcast episode on, on Grey Rock, but I will do another one because I want to stress that about Grey Rock. Anyhow, the nightmares. So I was saying that distance is what gives us that um, clarity. Distance is what gives you a chance to heal. But the healing process is complicated. Okay. It's not going to be fun. But it's still a hundred times better than being in the abuse. Okay. I've never lied to you guys. And I'm not going to start today by saying, oh, you're going to, you're going to be no contact and everything is hunky dory. And yes, I've heard some people say that, you know, like, I've been so peaceful since I've been no contact. And I guess that's some people's experience. Was it mine? No, not at all. Okay. Not a peaceful experience. It was in a sense because I wasn't being actively abused and manipulated and, and, and gaslighted. Um, but it, it was not easy. And these are the things that come up and you get nightmares. And I still deal from time to time with a a period of time of nightmares. And the nightmares can be related directly to the narcissist. The narcissist is in the nightmare. And that has been happening to me since, you know, since it all happened. You know, since my, my big drama and that led up to me going no contact till now, which has been almost four years. She's been in it. She's been in the nightmare. My my family, extended family, have been in the nightmares. Um, and you can have nightmares where they're not in it, but you're being chased. And, you know, it's all the same thing. It's all caused by this extended abuse, right? Your brain is trying to make sense of what happened to you. So again, please, if you're having nightmares and you're not sleeping, if you're having issues that are preventing you from living your life, go to a therapist, find therapist right now with COVID. There is so much online therapy. You know, everyone's gone online. My therapist is physically two minutes away from me, but we do online therapy because of COVID, right? 
Okay. So what other things are symptoms of CPTSD? There are so many I couldn't even begin to cover them all in one episode, but um you have a lot of anxiety if you are a person that has had OCD or ADHD, those symptoms will probably crop back up um, and you're going to have to deal with them, right? Other symptoms of CPTSD are, excuse me, increased anxiety and depression, okay? Because, you know, hell, you just stopped talking to your mom and that's not easy. That's a loss and you have to grieve the loss. Um, I suggest that if you're in that stage that you listen to my stages of grief, um, my stages of grief are different than any of the ones that I've read in books. Okay. Just trust me on this one. These are mine as far as I, I came up with them knowing what I've been through. Okay. So there's other things too. And you're going to say, oh my God, I didn't realize this was connected. One is, um, cognitive issues like lack of memory. Your memory probably went down the, the toilet after you went no contact or after you realized your mom was a narcissist, your memory just went phew, gone. <laughs> and you know, for, for a lot of us, we figured this out in our forties and we have chalked it up to, I'm getting older. Um, the reality is our brains are protecting us. They're trying to. And one way to do that is, um, it's trying to suppress memories, but it's the wrong things that it's suppressing. It's suppressing words you want to say, or the title of a movie, or the name of an actor. You know, instead of, hey, protect me from the bad memories I don't want to remember, right? It can't pick and choose. (laughs) It just does. Um, Another thing is lack of motivation, and maybe ambition. Um... You probably have had tasks that you've had in your mind for a long time and have been frozen and unable to do them. I'm I'm in that right now. You know that I usually do a, po- a podcast episode based on something that's happening to me at the moment. I rent a house and the owner wants to refinance the mortgage and they have someone coming over next week. And I haven't really done anything to clean this house yet. And the house is a mess. That's another thing that you may be experiencing is that you have no interest in cleaning. Or, on the other end, you may be overly cleaning. You may be a little bit OCD with the cleaning. So, every day, I tell myself when I go to bed, tomorrow is the day I start cleaning And during the day, I tell myself, well, I don't feel great today, you know, physically. Maybe I'll start tomorrow. And that's what's been happening. And I need to get going, like, soon. (laughs) 
Um, I'm hoping today is the day. And that's what I'm talking about. It. I'm hoping that just saying it will help me to get myself started going. Um, lack of ambition. Lack of, um, which is all part of depression, right? You just lose interest in everything. Um, of course, COVID is, and I've said this before, the biggest narcissist um, that we have right now. Because it, it is, for a lot of us, it's been something that's kept us at home, kept us from being with our friends, kept us from a lot of things, and we're getting depressed, and in, the result is we just don't care about certain things. And we're letting ourselves go. A lot of us have gained a lot of weight. That's including me. Um, aside from having a thyroid problem, I'm also, you know, emotionally not great. And not only that, being at home and maybe not working is causing your brain to go over your trauma over and over again. And that's, that's also, of course, that's rumination. Uh, rumination just means you think about something over and over and over again. Um, and that's part of also complex PTSD. That's what the C stands for complex. So you may be having all some one of these symptoms right now. The only thing I can tell you is that you have to consciously remind yourself whenever you catch, because we don't always even realize that we're thinking about it or that we're trying to figure something out with our narcissist or something they did to us is to, if you catch yourself to say to yourself, this is just a memory. I already lived that abuse and survived it. Here I am. The proof is here I am. Is to, is to train your brain and it's really difficult. Okay. Mental health is one of the most difficult things I've encountered. And I was going to start myself. I was going to start a master's degree in psychology, uh, specifically trauma because I wanted to help people. And I realized just that I, I wasn't sure I could help you guys, right? I like chatting with you guys when I do on, on Instagram and, and try and help you. I, I can do that, but I can't do it. I, I don't think I'd be able to sit there every day for eight hours, back to back appointments and listen to people talk about their, their trauma and their abuse. Because I think I would take it in too much. So, and I know they teach you how to separate yourself. But I don't know if I could. So that's why I did. I decided not to do that. I need a nice boring job that's not going to affect my life too much. That's really what I'm looking for. Um, I did human resources for years and it's not boring, but at least it's not going to affect my life forever. You know? <laughs> so I'm hoping to go back into that eventually. Anyway, um, so CPTSD is complicated. CPTSD is, it's hard, but, and mental health issues are difficult, right? It's such a difficult thing to 
really know how the mind works, why it works the way it does, and why are we experiencing this? I mean, we we made a choice to get out of a situation, and we're still reliving it. Yeah, our brain doesn't know. You know, literally, our 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 you know, caveman brain is saying. You know, tiger, lion is coming, and, and we already left the tiger or the lion. But it's the memories. And that's that's where I was going with this. Like, you have to just kind of say to yourself, this is a memory. A lot of us are stuck where, wherever our abuse started. That's where we're stuck. That's what age we're kind of stuck at. And I'm not saying we're, we're 13. Um, I, I say 13 cause that's where I believe my mother, um, really revved up the abuse was, was around that time. Um, it's not that I'm stuck or I'm 13 years old or that I'm not mature, but sometimes you could probably agree with me. You feel that age, you feel, um, unprotected. You do, you can't be alone. That's one of my issues. I I don't like being alone. And my husband goes to work every day. My daughter is no longer living here because she's in college and I'm alone with two cats. (laughs) So that's difficult for me. Really difficult. I'm actually getting better. I'm not having the panic attacks I was having months ago. Um, when my husband, you know, waking up in the morning and then going, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, I'm alone. I'm alone. You know, and panic and nausea and all of that until he came home. And the reason for that, and I know a lot of you can also relate to this is having been alone as a child, the neglect as a child. And I can't even tell you what my mother did, but I know that I remember an instance when I was four and my dad was going to work and I was screaming for him not to leave. And I was four, three or four. And I kicked my mother in the head, which damn, I wish I would have done harder. Um, because she was trying to calm me down And I wasn't having it. And I had orthopedic boots on and I kicked her in the head. I kicked her in the face. And like, I remember this. I, I, it's, it's a story I remember because I didn't want her, him to leave me. Not that he was actually protecting me. Maybe back then he did. So I don't know if I did anything to help today, (laughs) um, except to get help, to always remind yourself I'm not in it or I'm an adult. I can walk away whenever I want. If you're still in this situation and you can't get out right now, but it's always going to be better no matter what to have CPTSD than it is to be actively abused by the narcissist. It's always going to be better because the CPTSD can get better. If you're in the abuse, you're just get, you're just making that point of where you feel free, getting farther and farther away from you. So I hope this helped some of you, or at least gave you 
a little bit of validation. You felt like, oh my goodness, I know what she's talking about. And if if you can think of other symptoms of CPTSD that I didn't address, you know, again, like always, please put it in, in Instagram. Okay. So, um, I'm going to leave you now sending you my love. I cannot send you my peace because I don't feel very peaceful, but I always send you my love and I hope that you can have a great week. Okay, until next time.